0: Before you start listening to this podcast, I'd really like to apologize for the audio. Aiden and I are working out how to record this, and normally he comes to my house and we have fun recording it in my living room, but uh, this time we had to do it over a Zoom call and my internet connection was lousy. So I'm really sorry about the audio quality. I hope you still enjoy it.
1: Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. This
2: is the Trumpton Broadcasting Company, broadcasting live via the medium of modern technology. It's now time for your scheduled show with the Mayor of Trumpton,
0: the Honourable Mike Dix. Top story this week is the ongoing revelations about the unnamed, much-loved TBC presenter who has been accused by the Trumpton son of something we're not allowed to discuss. There will be updates throughout the show. In other news, TBC has been left reeling by the recent news that an unnamed TBC presenter has still not been named. A spokesman for the station refused to comment, but did share some juicy gossip that I'm afraid we're not allowed to repeat. Much-loved TBC presenter Mike Dix has called for the unnamed TBC presenter to reveal themselves, as he is concerned people might think it's him. In an unrelated story, an unnamed podcaster was caught trying to hack into the TBC computer system last night. Commenting to TBC News, the popular podcaster Mike Dix said you have no evidence it was me. And anyway, I used Aiden's password. Meanwhile... Police are investigating a story that a popular, unnamed TBC host was involved in something we're not allowed to mention, so we'll be asking them some general questions about policing of podcasting, policing of popular presenters and policing of their private lives. And finally, there is a bloody war being fought between Ukraine and Russia, Boris Johnson will not hand over his WhatsApp messages, the NHS continues to crumble, half the country is on strike, GDP is down, interest rates are high, inflation is out of control, kids murals are being painted over for kicks, and the planet is on fire. But none of that has stopped the Trumpton Fire Brigade rescuing a cat from a tree. A spokesman for the fire service said, Forget about the bloody cat, who's the pervert TBC? Good morning, good lunchtime, good afternoon, good tea time, good evening and good night. Well, this week's show appears to be about TBC itself. Management have intervened and asked me to do a deep dive into the latest scandal to befall the station. Arguably the biggest scandal since Windy Miller had to leave TBC after he invited two sheep into his late night Windy Miller show in 1974. We will be talking to our brand new entertainment editor, Frank, to get his in-depth take on the situation. Then I'm going to check in with Rishi Sunak, who's just been to the NATO summit. Thank God we'll not be discussing the incident with him. Regular agony aunt, Suella Braverman, will be here to take your questions about work. And I'll be catching up with money expert Lewis Martin to find out how the incident might affect my income situation. Uh, somebody's income situation. Local MP Sir Clive Denby will pop in to explain why he had cartoon murals removed from the refugee centre in Pippin Fort. And I imagine Keir Starmer will join as for balance, because it's in the run-up to a by-election in Chigley. But first, let's go over to Aidan to find out how many TBC presenters are in the frame for being involved in the incident. Aidan. There's only one mic. And now (laughs) this. Well, this week's been a busy week of media news. Everything seems to be centred around TBC, in fact, and this mysterious presenter. No idea who it is, obviously, and even if I did, I wouldn't be allowed to tell you. Not allowed to mention any names at all. But our brand new entertainment editor is joining us today, and it's Frank. Hello, Frank.
1: Hello, Mike. Nice to be here, my friend. Long-time listener. First-time entertainment correspondent.
0: Well, it is quite an easy job to get, isn't it, really? It just involves largely watching media. What have you been watching this week, Frank?
1: Not a lot, really. I don't have a television set or a computer. I don't believe in them.
0: Okay. I suppose that you have a sense of impartiality then if you don't actually partake in any of the media. And obviously, you won't have heard the stories this week about this mysterious presenter.
1: Oh, no, I've heard this. Bloody everybody's talking about it. Doesn't mean to say just because I don't have a television or a radio set. I'm getting it through, I'm even through bloody semaphore from Next Village. I tell you, it's crazy.
0: Well, obviously, we're under a legal obligation not to name any names. And I don't imagine you know who it is anyway, really. Oh, I do. I don't know who it is. Well, it could be any one of many TBC presenters, couldn't it?
1: You know, you don't have to be Sherlock Holmes, Mike. You know what I mean? I mean, how many TBC presenters are there on the Trumpton Broadcasting Company?
0: Uh, 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 Hundreds. I'm sure there are hundreds.
1: Three. And I'm one of them. It's not me. I tell you, you're outing yourself here, Mike. You're making it worse for yourself. Really, it's best whoever this presenter is to just actually come out and say who they are.
0: I'd just like to make it clear, Frank, I'm not outing myself at all. But I do think the presenters probably should out themselves, just to distract from the idea that people seem to be tweeting me endlessly and suggesting it's me. Just face
1: it, Mike, it's you.
0: And now this. Well, thankfully, I seem to have survived that segment with the entertainment editor. So now let's go away from this terrible story about or possibly terrible story about the popular TBC presenter and head over to Latvia, where Rishi Sunak, our prime minister, has attended a NATO meeting. Hello, Rishi. You've been uh, attending NATO. Can you tell the listeners what the NATO conference is all about?
2: Well, I was very excited, but I was a little bit disappointed by it, actually, because I was told it stands for not a tall organisation. So I thought I'd be about people the same height as me, but everybody was giant. Justin Trudeau, he's the Canadian one, he's like the big friendly giant.
0: Well, what were you discussing with these enormous people?
2: When I was allowed up and stayed up late one night, we talked about war. War was great. And it's very exciting, and it's just like the movies.
0: Yeah, except, Richie, people die in wars. You know that, don't you? And
2: they really do in movies,
0: too. So are there any other pressing things occurring this week in the busy life of a prime minister?
2: I have been very busy. Actually, I'm glad that we're talking, because I wanted to ask you why you sent me that message late last night.
0: Um, obviously, we were setting up the interview with you, Richie. Yes,
2: that's true, Mike. But you weren't even in your
0: pyjamas. Uh Okay we we need to we're losing the line to Latvia I think it's a very bad line and we we should probably move on to this now <laughs> As regular listeners will know, we have a very expensive contract to employ a sitting MP, in fact Minister of the State, to provide us with an agony aunt section. It's Suella Braverman. Hello, Suella. Hello, Mike. This week, I thought with so many job-related issues, particularly podcasting-related jobs, we'd ask our listeners to write in with their problems about work. So the first letter that we've got is from a young man who says he's a reporter on a national newspaper, and he's finding it really hard to square the fact that he's asked to write stories about celebrity lifestyle when he knows for a fact that his own sexual and drug-related issues are far more extreme and worse than the people he's writing about. What should he do? Now, Mike,
2: quick question. Have you got the actual name of the reporter who's written that in?
0: I do, but I can't reveal it publicly obviously.
2: You'll reveal it to me later, my son, because we can have him over a barrel.
0: Nice one. That's excellent advice. In fact, that might be very useful for somebody at TBC at the moment. So our next email comes from somebody that says that they're a mural painter, and they've recently discovered that their work is being painted over by somebody that he calls, oh, I don't know if I can say that, um, an arsehole. Um, what should he do?
2: Right, what you want to do is create a, a bit of your own kind of artistry and do what we call a Jackson Pollock. Basically, get the bastard, slam his face into the ground so often his nose turns into a Jackson Pollock painting. He'll soon learn
0: not to fuck with your art again. Just reading a little bit deeper into the email, it says actually the name of the person that's been painting them over is Robert Jenrick. I think he works for you, doesn't he, Suella?
2: Nice chap. I like him. In fact, if not Else, he's actually our new art critic. All
0: right, so our final letter comes. Oh, this is interesting. It comes from somebody that claims to be a popular podcaster on a local radio station, and they're writing in on behalf of one of their colleagues. I think I must stress, it's not them; it's uh, one of their colleagues. They can't name me. Uh, the, the they can't name their colleague, obviously. But he's very worried about his career, which could be in trouble because of a momentary moment of weakness recently that he fears may have leaked out to the press. What should he do?
2: What he should do is mind his own business, right? See so what you want to do, cut all ties, right? You want to make sure you're in Marbella before anyone finds the dry
0: blood. Well, Suella, as ever, I think you've given us great emphatic advice. Really helpful and useful for those three. I'm here to care, Mike. Thank you, Suella. And now this. <laughs> To discuss the financial implications of this kind of incident that may or may not have happened with an unnamed presenter from TBC, let's get our resident money expert, Lewis Martin, in and ask him the simple question. Lewis, this guy, he's had a long career, he's earned a lot of money, he's got a large family and a big mortgage. What are the chances that he'll survive this financially?
2: Absolutely none, Mike. I think you'll find if you analyse the situation, you'll see
0: on a very cellular
2: level, he's
0: fucked. Are you sure, Lewis? I mean, is there no hope for this guy? I mean, the mortgage is probably, probably as far as I know, it's probably thousands of pounds a month, and he's got commitments. And
2: Yeah, but no, he's probably fucked. I mean, let's face it, he's so fucked, the only job he's going to get on now is GB News. Oh, that's a good idea.
0: Um, I'll pass that on. Thanks very much. Okay, mate. No worries. Well, in a welcome break from us discussing the Incident involving the popular presenter from TBC. I've got Sakir Starmer here on the line to tell me the latest news from the Labour Party. Sakir, what's going on?
2: Uh, not a lot, Mike, actually. I have done anything. Nothing exciting's happened. I haven't got any new riveting policies. Uh, no one in the Labour Party has screwed up. And I really don't have any convincing thing to say to take down the Tory government. So not a lot, really. How are you?
0: I mean, I'm fine, you know, considering everything's fine with me, really. But um, I did hope that you'd fill at least five or six minutes of the program so that I didn't have to talk about the incident
2: oh which incident do you mean Mike because if you mean about that camping accident last time I was in Rickmansworth I did actually explain that the turning circle on the Citroën C4 was a little bit constricted while pulling the asper C90 caravan which actually wasn't actually to the specifications that uh, that I was told so next week I'm going back to Rickmansworth but this time in a the s40 caravan and i'm going to be towing it uh with the citroen c5
0: i mean Sakir, this is scandalous this is a much bigger story obviously than the incident involving the popular podcast presenter i think we should dig into this get all of our reporters in and find out exactly what's going on what is the difference between a c4 and a c5 citroen about two inches. and we're back to the incident thank you Sakir. <laughs> Controversially this week, yet another mural appears to have been painted out by Robert Jenrick and his rather nasty department, Um, and we've discovered that, in fact, uh, Pippin Fort Refugee Centre, which is obviously in Trumptonshire, has had a a mural painted out as well. Sir Clive Denby is here, the local Tory MP, to explain to me what's happening. Sir Clive, I believe you were responsible for painting this mural out at Pippin Fort.
2: Oh, absolutely, Mike. Lovely to speak to you as always, by the way. But yes, I just happened to have a spare morning and a uh, spare couple of tins of paint and uh, just popped along and just covered the bloody thing up.
0: And, and what did the mural actually uh, portray?
2: Oh, it was a horrible scene. Horrible scene. It was a scene of, uh, one of the little farmyard characters, farmyard characters, I think. Uh, some of them semi-clothed. There was a duck. There was a duck with no trousers on. Shocking. Absolutely shocking. He's a blue top, no trousers. Do you mean I, don't know, I don't know his name, Mike. I don't know, but he was a bloody bounder, that's for sure.
0: Right. So Pippin Fort Refugee Centre, I, I looked it up on Wikipedia this week, and it's not been used for any migrants or refugees for the last 35 years. Uh, why, why did you still turn up and paint out the mural?
2: Well, just a solidarity, uh, solidarity to, to my, my colleague, uh, Jenrick, because um, I think, well, that's a solid thing, of bit of information he's doing. So I thought, but, uh, well, I have, grade, I have the spare paper, so I thought I'd give it a go. And uh, so I painted it all over. And uh, ironically enough, uh, I've now been shortlisted for
0: this year's Turner Prize. Really? For the Turner Prize, not the Twat Prize?
2: No, no, I think you'll find you're making that up, Mike. I think we know, given the current news this week, we know who the Twat is, don't we, Mike?
0: I don't think we need to discuss that at all, Sir Clive. No, I think we know who
2: it is, and I think we know who has pictures. No, 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 that. I'm
0: sorry, uh, Sir Clive. I think we need to focus either on the mural or, uh, unfortunately, there's nothing to discuss on that story. Obviously, it's all judice, and uh, uh, lawyers will be crawling all over this podcast if we're not careful. Well, they won't be crawling
2: near me because they'll be in grey
0: paint. Well, that's great, Sir Clive. I'm glad that you're. Uh, I'm glad that you're actually painting the mural uh, in um, support of Robert Jenrick. And uh, have you got more TikTok likes than him so far for doing it?
2: Yes, you will be amazed how many likes I've got. Uh, I did a little jaunty dance to Terry Wogan's "The Floral Dance." Wonderful tune.
0: That Very popular with the kids on TikTok, I imagine. Not that I would know. I don't have a TikTok account, and I don't communicate with kids. Well, you're missing out, Mike. You're missing out. Thank you, Sir Clive. And now this. You've been listening to the Trumpton Podcast, brought to you by the popular podcaster and definitely not the popular podcaster, Mike Dix. That's me. And Aidan Goatley. That would be me. Who I have my doubts about. We hope you've enjoyed this enough to tell your friends on threads. And don't have nightmares. There's nothing you can do to stop the demise of your once-loved country. So just go down with a ship like a good sailor. Planning for your next trip?